Hello, I'm Matt Bergman, and you are listening to the Punk Rock Libertarians podcast, episode 162. I'm here tonight with Jared Schneiderman. Hey, everybody. Philip Dazzing. What's up? And John Motherfucking Vibes. Mm. Hello. AKA Lord Vibes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for referring to me as my proper title. You're welcome. I mean, you're always requesting it. I figure it's the least I can do. I mean, we're in the weekend of it, right? With all titles and everything, lords and oh, we didn't even put that on the yeah. list. What? Well, I guess fuck it. Okay, so I guess, as yeah, it's yeah, customary, I guess <laughs> you ever see that South Park where they did the uh, was royal the wedding? It was the Canadian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> I saw like some really ago. fucked up meme with that. It didn't make any sense, but it was like kind of racist and had right. like Prince Harry, Prince or. King Charles in it. I don't know. It's fucking weird. Yeah. Did you see that? <laughs> did you see that meme with like George Washington and it said something like "World family, huh?" We used to call them tyrants. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the Onion had the best one, and that was um, how one of the bride's college uh, friends had to sit at the table with all of the inbred uh, royals, you know, like third cousins <laughs> yeah, and stuff like that. that. And it was just uh, describing, uh, you know, how how they they were all inbreeding and and such, which is what that which which is what the royalty does to an extent. So, <laughs> do they do they actually? Yeah, it it is a yeah, known was... practice to so much so that it's even in the onion, and you know that they're not total tinfoil hatters like myself, right? But nah, it, it is a thing where they try to keep the money and the wealth and the power in their bloodlines. And they have very complicated uh, breeding tech uh, uh, strategies, I guess you could say, w uh, within certain houses and and bloodlines. And how they they call them houses, yeah. Are you talking about the reptilians? <laughs> exactly, yeah. exactly. Yes, the rep the reptile adrenaline drinking, baby eating <laughs> manifestations of fourth dimensional reptile beings. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Yeah, like like I rolled up into the bar last night. You know, shit face when I got there, and then you know somebody asked me, uh, "Did you watch the royal wedding?" <laughs> and I was just like, "No, fuck those motherfuckers!" <laughs> just had like everybody, you know, right. balling at the foosball table. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean it's bullshit. Like they take all this money and they they just how much did it cost? Thirty, 30 million. Yeah, thirty million. Yeah. yeah, and they, and I think that was pounds too, which uh, or or whatever it is, yeah, or euros. I don't know if it was translated. Yeah, I don't know if it was your. Uh, uh, but, but guys, but that, it improves the culture of the UK. Yeah, that's the shit they say. They're like, oh, tourism and all this shit, and it's like, yo, you are so more obviously slaves yeah. than the rest of us. Oh my god, <laughs> I saw that that comment was being made on everything because I posted a meme about it on uh, the Daily Liberator last night and. Like ten people were like, "How dare it's not it's not through taxation. They get all that money through uh, uh, travel and uh, th I'm like, what? What? Or, um, <laughs> what did you guys just said? Uh, tourism? Tourism? That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah, they said through tourism. And like I had like five British people Who? say that. Yeah, like, the, to the tourism, like, the wait, tourism wait, huh, of huh? their troops and their allies' troops around the world <laughs> colonizing every goddamn place. That's the tourism that gives them money. Yeah. Well, yeah, and that's also. I mean, if they're saying okay, it boosts tourism, that's yeah. just that's just another broken window fallacy. Yeah, exactly. Right, yeah, because that's, that's money that could have been spent elsewhere, right? but instead it was stolen from the people, recycled into this like fucking like ridiculous ceremony with a bunch of people wearing stupid ass hats. Did you see like all the pictures of the dumbass hats? Oh, as yeah. is customary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like what it looked like. It it, it looked like. Um, like ceiling it like pink ceiling insulation on this like lady's head. It was just like <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you that so, dumb. so 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 <laughs> is it beyond the realm of possibility to think that that is a part of their ritual garb and they're having some uh you know ritual garb? Some some crazy lizard yeah. ritual that they're partaking ah. in that these the this these costumes mm. are a part of them trying. So like maybe that like pink thing is like 
They're like a lizard, like mane thing, whatever you call that thing. Exactly. Oh, and be. who knows? Like it could be. Uh, I'm just gonna stop on that. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 one of the funniest memes I saw was it was a picture that I, some press took, and it was of uh, the queen mean mugging <sighs> like from behind the the new bride. <laughs> oh, yeah. It says it says when you're plotting to you're plotting to kill her in a car crash, but realize you've already done that before. <laughs> yeah, you know, and I was actually thinking about that today. And now, who knows what actually people are like. But from what I remember, Diana was pretty pretty woke. You know what I'm saying? And was uh, really? actually trying to use her position to influence things in a direction that we would consider positive that the royal family would probably consider yeah, negative. Like, mm. like, didn't she invent the finger in the ass during the blowjob? Wow. Mm. Well, um, <laughs> I heard that <laughs> she went into like war zones and stuff like that, um, you know, to places that I believe were probably considered enemies by, you know, Western standards. And where it was like showing compassion for those people and stuff like that. I think yeah, it's well, highly possible. Yeah, well, I mean, that's that respectable too. I, I think it's highly possible that she was killed by them because she wasn't. She was too much of a troublemaker for them, I think. Yeah, but this is me. I, 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 would I agree am with that. a resident yeah. tinfoil hatter, at least when Alex isn't here. <laughs> Dude, smoking that tinfoil bong. Dude, I am all day, man. I'm, I'm, I'm chiefing on this pen now. People will notice that I don't have my bowl, but um, I do have a concentrate. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. All right, so uh, I guess uh, next on the agenda, um, I'd like to talk about the the Patreon for a second. So uh, we have, so we have a Patreon now, and uh, you know it's just a way to you know help keep the lights on in Anarchy Basement. And uh, every week after the regular podcast, we do an after hours program, and we release that um, strictly to our Patreon peeps. You know, so if you help us out by contributing a minimum of uh, what is it, one dollar a month? Was it how many shekels a month, Jared? Well, it's one dollar a month. Yeah, one shekel a month. What's a dollar, man? Well, fifty What's shekels. The exchange rate. <laughs> and John, John's very racist on the after hours one. You should hear him. So. See this guy. Yeah. The, uh, Lord vibes over here. Anyways, so just kidding. Yeah. So so yeah, we're doing the after hours now. So I'm just throwing that out there. So th- there's extra content out there if if you want to help us uh, fund this business. And uh, yeah, so next on the the topic, you know, we've got a a, a Schneiderman's uh, initial reaction mm. um, on, on the Santa Fe shooter. Well, um, I mean, everyone's pretty much aware of the story, so we're not going to go through like all the details of it. But I did hear um, they they found out what uh, weaponry he was using, and let me just pull this mother. Well, well thank God he used some. Uh some peaceful weapons or something like that. Yeah, I saw than, some at, lethal. Some article said lethal. something like that. That was the word that was going around. Less yeah. lethal. So he used a, uh, a pistol and a shotgun. Yeah, he still killed the shit out of a whole bunch of people. But he killed, yeah, I think it was like 10 people. Yeah. So so, so much for their assault rifle uh, kick that they were on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking stupid. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a psychological problem in the culture uh, that we're having problems with. It's not a, an object or access to an object. I, I feel like that the focus on the object is people not wanting to look at the the true root causes and the, the fucked upness of our culture. Yeah. People just want to pretend that everything's completely fine with our culture and that the only reason why these kids are doing this is because they had easy access to guns, not because they're they're fucked up in the head because we have they're brought up in a terrible environment and way Mm -hmm. so i had a counterpoint to that just playing status advocate i guess so people because i saw like a bunch of these other like leftists posting on on twitter like saying well there's mental illness in england and in australia i'll say that our massive population probably has something to do with it yeah and i also think that America has a much angrier culture than everywhere else. We are angry ass people for some reason. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, our military is always uh, bullying people around the world, and then those actions are then celebrated 
Yep. So, you know, if, it, it, maybe it, maybe that's another reason, you know, why shit like this happens. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, the, our, our cops are celebrated and all that is celebrated. Oh, you so. mean the, the, the pigs? Yeah, exactly. The, the, the piglets? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I think that that definitely has something to do with it. And I think that people, that they might be, I, I, I feel like our culture has has really seeked to control people's thinking in a way that that might not be prevalent elsewhere like in britain like as we've been talking like people are total slaves there and stuff but it's so different they're like very willing slaves and they're like oh cheerio step on top of me and you know (laughs) but here it's so different because people don't even think about politics it's just i don't know man you know what i'm trying to say it's a it's a um there, there's there's a lot of anger and despair in this country, and maybe it's an economic thing, but I think the whole world is going through the same economic shit. Hmm. I think a lot of that has to do with the media. I think the media attention, you know, that that, that I, you know, yeah, in well, other countries, I think definitely the media covering it and, and giving these kids their their fifteen minutes of fame. Yeah, I, I think that is like I think that's going through the kid's mind of of you know, it's basically like. You know, the, the other thing, too, you know, it's maybe the, the thing that's even, you know, maybe the thing that's pretty bad, maybe the causation of the shooter is, is so many other kids just being mean to kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. It's, uh, you know, so, it, you and know. these kids don't know how to interact with each other, and they, um, you know, they don't have opportunities to interact with each other, usually. They say that school's about socialization and shit, but yeah. you're not allowed to socialize, you know? You're, and, and then there's these weird cliques and everything. And I honestly think that that is a... Stru- it, it's a part of the structure, you know what I mean? Because you have all these kids that are forced into this position together that don't necessarily have common interests or fa- common family backgrounds or anything, and it's like you get along, and it's like a, I feel like a prison situation um, takes place where gangs are formed and mm-hmm. and, and things uh, like that. It's forced assimilation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, uh, you know, with many homeschool families I know, they do stuff on a regular basis, and you know, when I say do stuff, they they have group events with other kids. And they usually don't have a problem with like constant bullying, or mm-hmm. well, it, of course the... kids get in fights and they have disagreements. Mm-hmm. But if if there is somebody who is a pro, if there are two people who who are a problem, then they don't go to the same groups at the same times anymore, or something like that. Like you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I'm, right. So I they're don't... not they're not forced to interact every exactly. Day. You're not like like if you I imagine that scenario if you're. Uh... You know, if a parent brought a kid somewhere and he was getting bullied or whatever, in you know, at that event, and he told his parent that, they just wouldn't take him there anymore. It wouldn't yeah. be like, all right, well, you got to go back there tomorrow, so, like, fucking deal with it. Like, yeah, it's like, oh, we'll find <laughs> another event with, you know, people who you jive with. Yeah, yeah. And and I don't think the kids have that option in high school at all. And I'm not giving these kids that are crazy as fuck and are killing people any kind of excuses or anything like that. No, of course. But not. I'm just saying no. that there it's are like a boiler. there are causes for this, and I feel like public education is a breeding ground for insanity. Mm. Well, that's a good. That's a good uh, breeding I, ground for insanity. I was told that it's well, a podcast name right the, there. <laughs> I was told that the homeschooling was just white privilege, and people can't do that if they're not white. And that's. I mean, I saw this this cool uh, Vice article. I think it was where they had this uh, black dreadlock dude teaching his daughter about Uzis and cryptocurrency oh, yeah, and homeschool yeah. and stuff like that. So maybe he's an exception to the rule, though. Uh, but you know. I, I don't really think that that's a white privilege thing because I don't even think parents are necessary for the homeschooling uh, process uh, with the technology that we have with computers and stuff. Kids are teaching themselves most of the things that they know these days, whether we like it or not. And if I, I feel like we could turn that into a positive direction if we uh, – encourage it and encourage them to teach themselves in positive ways so if a family is Jesus. 
the you fuck know, are you doing? <laughs> if, if a family is poor and they don't they don't have access, you, you know, they don't have access to some of the time that a family would where a parent is staying home, then I am still confident that the child would be able to teach themselves, and that might even be better for them in many cases. I really, I don't even think we need teachers. I know I didn't really need any. We need mentors, but I don't think we need teachers in our lives necessarily, Hmm. so to speak. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not really big on the. That's like kind of like the Montessori style schooling, like. I, I don't know. Like, I'm just my, you know, putting my own feelings on that. Like, I feel like I needed some type of nudging and direction and some type of course laid out for me. Not Nothing is strict and is, I mean, I, I, I couldn't do algebra. I thought it was the most worthless, pointless. It, not, and I know it was just, I'm terrible at math as it is. I, and, I was the same. So, way. forcing yeah, but me you, into that. You sort is of terrible. have an entrepreneurial mind, though. Yeah. Whereas you're going to find something you're interested in and you're going to pursue that. Whereas, like, some kids don't have that. Off the bat, you know, it sort of needs to be cultivated. There's places for them, too. And I mean, the stuff that I advocate is the stuff that I wish I was thrown into when I was a kid instead of what I was in. Mm -hmm. But that's why each family and each child ultimately should have the choice on what suits them. Like you said, if they go to a place and they're getting bullied or whatever, or it sucks, or you know they 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 don't like it then um you know they can choose somewhere else and obviously uh you 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 don't want to go to like a hundred places and have it be ridiculous and stuff like that you have Mm -hmm. to have it within reason and all that but i'm talking about having a choice instead of just having a one monopoly place that you go to yeah so i i do think if we had a you know quote-unquote market for that 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 would you know be a lot better and you know, kids like that, I, I feel like they would not end up in positions where they're driven to the breaking point. Of course, yeah. I mean, you let people, you know, let let kids venture off and, you know, be... I kind of agree with that. Like, like, a lot of kids like to learn what they're learning, what they're into. Having kids of my own, I see what their focus is and what they're driven into. I like them to be more well-rounded, but I feel like just public school is just trash. Like, it's just indoctrination <laughs> camps. It, it's just the worst. And... I, I'm just so dreading, you know, dreading you know, having to send my kids there. Uh, I, you know, if, uh, we're trying to move the wheels into getting into maybe homeschooling or or some type of a private school because, you know, I went to private school um, for most of my years in school. And, and I think we were just talking about this on the porch when, it, like, looking back on, like, these, these clicks and crews, because like, you're forcing kids into it, and a lot of kids don't really know how to. Like, I was one of them. Like, I didn't know how to reach out and venture out. And I'd see it all, I'd see it all this these people being, you know, friends and everything. And I, tr- I would try or at least think what I was doing was trying into getting into it and just kind of being shut out. And like when you, when you constantly the, happens to the wrong kid, you know, like, and it's, and it's, that's what I'm saying. It's not an excuse for what, you know, for murder. Yeah, or for exactly. mass murder. I, I like, want con- yeah. to continually well, reiterate that, that we are the, not right. like, but you, you're talking about like, statistically speaking, if you keep applying that sort of, like imagine like a pressure cooker, you know. If right. you're yeah. applying that pressure, eventually something's gonna pop out, you know. So it's just like a statistical probability that out of like a you know a million kids getting bullied, like one of them is probably right. gonna go off. And that's why I think it's just it's so like the media's attention is and it's terrible, it's awful, it's it's horrible, it's a tragedy. But the reason why they're such tragedies because they are so rare. That they happen because you think about the millions of kids who go to school, you know, 300 whatever days a year they go to school, or I forget whatever how many days exactly, you know, but 180 dude. Is it 180? <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, not way, way less than 300 well, dude. Well, well, when you go to summer school every year like I did, it was closer to 300. <laughs> so uh no like so it's rarer than what you think because and i forget what i forget who was trying to push this they're saying there's been 20 some school shootings this year and i mean they're just the most fabricated stats i've ever seen i saw somebody post a stat that said more kid it was a meme and it said more kids died in school shootings 
than in the U.S. wars overseas. And I was like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice, nice privilege there, not counting all the people that, you know, the, who are slaughtered by the U.S. military. Yeah. You're only counting U.S. soldiers in yeah, that right? statistic, not the people who have weddings who are being drone bombed. Wait, how is that? But even, even like you, wait, what? What's yeah, it's saying that, that more kids died than U.S. soldiers, which is probably a bullshit statistic to begin bullshit. with. That's yeah. But yeah, yeah somebody <laughs> was, like, freely sharing that. Well, they're saying, because they're trying to say, like, they're in war, and they're fighting in war, and, and there are less people dying in the war. Well, here's the thing that you don't think of. Those people that are dying time, in war... In what time period? Like, they're what just saying this year. Yeah. They're saying this year. That's, that's crazy. crazy. But I'm that's but crazy. You, you and know. they're not counting the other people that right. we've considered but, less worthy right. of life. But yeah. flip, that on its, flip that on its side... Uh, <laughs> You think about the people. The reason they're not dying is because those people are well armed and uh, yeah, <laughs> are able to shoot back at people shooting at them. If right. you want to, if you want to look at it that way, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. So you know, and now like this whole thing with uh, the shooting going on, everyone, you know, this kid's a white kid. It's uh, you know, this isn't a this isn't a, a mental health problem. It's a it's it's a racial problem, and these guys are terrorists. I see I see every excuse going on, except for like like what we're saying here. I mean, it's. Well, how come this doesn't happen in jobs? You know what I mean? Like yeah, the I, last time this happened, like a job, you know, is going postal in the post office. Then you type of thing that you think about. <laughs> and you still hear about that all the time. I yeah. bet. Yeah, well, yeah. So, occasionally you hear about like some disgruntled like person that got fired, but like, but, but when you hardly hear yeah, about you that, don't it's really. always in schools. Mm. It, well, there was the YouTube thing after, YouTube thing, yeah. After, but she only killed like well, and I not feel like only, around two thousand eight, right? around the economic crash, she kill anybody. She didn't kill anybody, right? I, I feel I feel like around the economic <laughs> crash, there was another wave of that. You know what I'm saying? About ten years ago, 2008, when the when the bailouts and all that happened, oh. I feel like there was another wave of workplace shootings, and then I think it died down after a couple. Right. Of years. You just don't hear about it, and, because, th- and then it turned to the schools. Yeah, I mean, you hear more about people taking shits <laughs> in businesses than you do about people shooting up businesses. Were you trying to segue to the last yeah, thing? Yeah, sorry, that you was, just, <laughs> totally skipped over. <laughs> I just fucked this whole podcast. <laughs> well, that's a little teaser for later. Yeah, um, but so speaking of causes. Um, one of the causes that's been getting thrown around for, for like the last two shootings, is uh, this thing called um, incels, which is basically. I, I mean, is it like a community or is it just like so, a descriptor? All right, I did some research on this, and basically, <coughs> it was accidentally started by a feminist writer. Okay. So, um, <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, some feminist writer, meaning well, wrote something about, um, you know, loneliness and people having trouble interacting with the opposite sex. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, in the beginning, she got a lot more males than expected, but she was, like, compassionate about it, you know what I mean? And So she um, was, like, a good, a good feminist. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And um, she put up this community, basically... And allowed them to speak to each other. Mm-hmm. And then it got kind of ridiculous <laughs> uh, with some of these people uh, with their really ridiculous ideas where they're like, they feel entitled to women's bodies regardless of their consent and, and things yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, I think she ended up cutting off the community or something like that. And then it took on a life of its own and moved to Reddit. Oh. And then they're some of these young guys started killing people um, mm. and saying that it was a part of this revolution. And some of them are calling for really crazy shit, like the government forcing women to, uh, you know, bang certain dudes or, well, actually mate with certain dudes because these guys are mate? not... Yeah, they're, they're yeah, speaking like biological and evolutionary It's very terms. clinical, the guy, the yeah, way these guys clinical, talk, yeah. and they're very against promiscuity and stuff. So they're they're looking for like one woman to like attach on to and yeah, stuff that they're going to see as their property. Um, and Spreading that seed in the Jack Napkin. Yeah, yeah so, so they, they want the government to regulate relationships, some of these people. Mm-hmm. And... And and the ones that don't believe that think that there should be a social reevaluation of how people uh, mate or or find their mates and stuff like that. <laughs> so terrible. so that they think I'm assuming that they think that um, 
women should be shamed for choosing certain types of men or something like that. For choosing the chads. For yeah, <laughs> for choosing men who 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 have who are, are good looking or have good jobs or who have status, social status of some kind. Right, right. Uh, so uh, th- I guess these are these are men who have neither of them three. Probably. Um, <laughs> but the thing is, though, is you can get by with neither of them three if you're just fucking nice and not the right, right. Not, not the traditional like white knight nice guy yeah, not, that that plays with the fucking like stamp card. You know what I mean? Like right, just being genuinely like a good person. If you're generally a good person, you can get by in this. Life. And you know, you know, employ a little bit of hygiene and. And I, a lot of these people seem like they're, um, the, the well, they're all kind of nars, like a lot of them are narcissists and yeah. sort of like pathological in the sense that they're, like you said, they feel entitled. Exactly. So like, mm. obviously, that's an unattractive personality trait to have. Yeah. So when that yeah, ultimately yeah, yeah, doesn't yeah. work in your favor. Like it this, only sort of like recurs, and then it's like you're the victim. Like you're not getting what you deserve. And it's like you don't you don't deserve shit. <laughs> exactly. Like this guy in the Santa Fe shooting. Um, he apparently the whole thing of this is a girl turning him down, mm-hmm. and it, but it was one girl that he badgered for uh. six months, and, and it got so bad that she told her parents about it, and eventually mm-hmm. she stood up for herself in front of a bunch of people you know, is very loud and, and serious that she wasn't interested and apparently humiliated him. And a week later is when he came into the school shooting looking for her and right. it did kill her and got her first, yeah. uh, according to her mother. But he, 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 he didn't pursue her and then give up and start looking around for other fish in the sea. He felt entitled to that one girl. You know what I'm saying? And, and yeah. he continued to harass her mm-hmm. until she stood up for herself and then he wow. he freaked out and killed everybody and her yeah but you know that's the problem is that it, it, it's not that these people um are if they would just look around you know what i mean the a lot of these people are probably so frustrated because they have some crush and they think that like that's the person that they're supposed to be with and mm-hmm. they um Right and 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 she likes some other dude, but doesn't that happen to everybody in high school? Isn't oh, that yeah. the story yeah. of fucking high school? <laughs> right. right. Yeah. So he, he, I don't understand. You know, it's messed up. Girls, dude, like you want to kill someone. It's yeah. just like yeah, I don't like that that community that they're creating where it's just like they feel like they're entitled to this. It's it's so it's so gross, you know. Well, then you had things like someone mentioned. I I don't I don't really agree with this, but uh. Someone mentioned incels should always seek training with a PUA, <laughs> like a pickup artist. Oh yeah, no, I mean, uh, well, actually, I, yeah, because well, a well good, I don't a good one. Well, not a not the the skeevy ones, but there are some <laughs> out there. Yeah, that just teach you to not be a dick, not be right, a socially right. awkward well, dick. So there was a guy so that there I, are like life coaches, I guess exactly. you could say that they probably need not pickup artists, but life yeah, coaches. Right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like there was a guy that I used to uh, read who gave sort of like dating advice, and he came out of the PUA thing, and then realized like a lot of it's just bullshit and just like manipulation and just like really just like shitty stuff. You know, like That's playing the, s- the games and like. You know, yeah. negging and like stupid shit like that. You know, and he was like, you know, he sort of like discovered some things about like vulnerability and like, you know, being open and like, Ex- and like, the- n- and like being nice but not being like manipulatively nice, like genuinely caring about somebody. That like, guy, uh, things that should be obvious. But- that guy Jordan Harbinger took a similar path. Yeah, too. I don't Harbinger. know if you ever heard of him. Yeah, yeah. But he took a very similar path where it was like. <laughs> start it with that kind of skeevy shit and then realize like oh like mm-hmm. just be a decent human being you exactly. know what i mean that's really what it comes down to <laughs> yeah yeah exactly and see a lot of these people who like claim to be nice guys and get all frustrated and like pissed off about their uh you know relationship status mm-hmm. um the i don't feel like they're being genuinely nice human beings no. they're probably being extremely creepy yeah. invading people's personal space, trying to go out of their way to do favors for people, right. making people feel uncomfortable, and then getting rejected. You know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? They're not understanding boundaries, or they're not really thinking about, like, what does this person actually want? It's like more like, what do I think they should want? Yeah, Like, yeah, should they yeah. want, like, they should want these, like, this Creepy expensive, gifts. like, bouquet <laughs> of flowers that I bought, you know? You Whereas, think- like, no, they'd probably just want you to, like, go up and, like, have a 
cool conversation about something. You know, yeah. do you like, think yeah. that like these people don't have like dads or like positive male role models? Well, that's to, like, the other teach them. Like, there's right. an element I think like shit. Like, I never like I was so terrible with girls, and I'm it's awful. I was like, like really embarrassing, like how bad I was with girls, and like like you said, like subject. Like, I'll tell something that's really embarrassing, but I asked. I, I thought so long. I was like, I asked this girl and her best friend to go to homecoming with me at the same time, figuring that one of them would say no, or both of them would say no. And they both said yes. Oh, shit. And then I had to explain to them. Uh, I just, I didn't think, I thought they'd both say no. I, I was Why don't you like, just wait? <laughs> Cause I was terrible with fucking <laughs> girls. Like, Wait, let me just ask one. Like, wait, like uh, thirty seconds. So the they, did you go with either one of them or no? What? They both were pissed off. And <laughs> yeah, they both yeah. never talked to me ever again. That's, oh, that's yeah, right. like that's just how it was. So it's like, but yeah, I didn't feel the need to go in and go to class and shoot them. Like you know, like, <laughs> I know. Like, so it's you know, I don't like excusing stuff like that. But there's got to be you know, some people are just so lonely and depressed. Like. And on the edge, that stuff like this, like you said, like a boiler, uh, you know. I mean, do you think you possibly missed out on a little sandwich action, maybe? Yeah, dude, you could have definitely swung that into. I had a, no. I had a friend, in, <laughs> I had a friend in high school that took two girls to the prom, and he was like the nerdiest. He like the whole time of high school, he was like the nerdiest dude, and then this like switch flipped in him where he became like this crazy like kind of pickup artisty guy, and was just like, I mean, they weren't like. This is Master Yoda of cock wielding. I mean, like they weren't like the most attractive girls, Land but like hype. it was still hey, it, hey, was, hey. it was still just fucking crazy. But anyways, um, so this leads us to our, our next topic, which is uh, Jordan Peterson, who had some ideas on a way to prevent the incel phenomena from happening. Yeah, and, he lost me again here, man. Yeah. So what he said, he was interviewed in the New York Times, and now you know we're not too fond of. The New York Times here, typically. I did read the whole piece. So would you say it was biased? Um, well, well, let me first say what... I'm sorry. Let me first say what he said. So he said that this one of the solutions would be... Could be enforced monogamy. Right? Now, he later clarified... Which is what I just described to an extent. The social uh, shame around right. certain types of relationships. Right, right. Um... And he sort of, and he uh, he clarified that, or he clarified that earlier today, um, basically saying what you just said, John, that he was talking about not necessarily the government or not at all the government stepping in, but rather society sort of pushing people in that direction. Now, you know, is that? Do you guys think that is the uh, the correct solution for this? I mean, I think that's pretty authoritarian, yeah. personally. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's some weird, creepy old man shit. I don't know how else to describe it. It's <laughs> like, it's like, for me, I understand that, uh, you know, as we were talking about before the show, a lot of people uh, in the libertarian movement specifically, their deal maker or breaker is economics and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. uh, but for me, it's a lot more nuanced and complex and... One of the things that I am trying to create in this world with my activism is a world where people are more free about certain things like drugs and sex and things like that. A lot of the things that are, are um, you know, taboo in our culture, I'm trying to push the envelope with. So a lot of those things, Jordan Peterson is like trying to walk back to an extent. Mm, so yeah. it, it makes me raise my eyebrow a little bit. You know what I mean? Word. <laughs> I mean, I think he has some good points about not ne not not necessarily the monogamy thing per se, but I think he's right when he's talking about how there needs to be like a masculine and a feminine presence in a household. Ideally, yeah, I think so it's sort ideally. Of, I think that's the, the yeah, preferable. I mean, obviously, we don't want to enforce that. No, it, you know, and we don't want to like shame people who are you know single mothers or single fathers. But, yeah. like, statistically speaking, I mean, I think there's a lot of science to back up the idea that ideally to have, you know, there should be at least a man and a woman raising children. Well, if you think about it, there's a whole other world for that child, child to learn from. Right. And that, it, to me, I think is a huge yeah. benefit right there. Yeah, yeah. Now, you know, I'm not saying, like, you know, gay people shouldn't have kids or anything. I'm not saying anything like that. 
Well, even in even in <clears throat> you know uh, homosexual relationships, there, there's a man and a, there's, there's a masculine and feminine. Many times, yeah. people there is still that balance exists. Right, and that's exactly times. why I said masculine and feminine. Yeah. Um, at first, and then um, then there's also like the idea of having like large families, like uh, you know, I think in like South America and probably I think like maybe parts of like Eastern Europe where like there's like an extended family that all live together and the children kind of get raised by everybody in that family. So like you don't have issues of like, well, the parents are at work and now you got to put your kid in daycare with like a bunch of strangers. You have like grandma and you know, aunt Becky comes down and and takes watches the kids while the parents are out, which I mean, obviously it's not feasible for everybody, but it's always an option. I don't think it should be like judged as weird or, you know, and like, and like I said, I, I honestly feel like the more places uh, that a child can learn from, all the better, as long as those are all safe people, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That, that, are, that are trusted within the family, because right. of course... Of course. You, you do know, have the, the creepy uncle that there, sometimes... There <laughs> is that. Um, but I feel like a lot of times, you know, the more adults that the child has to learn from and, and find influence from, I think the better. Yeah. Completely agree. Definitely. Um, all right, we can move on. Uh, so <laughs> there was a uh, an Instagram post that emerged today um, from Mia Khalifa's she account. She bums me out, man. I, yeah. I, I she thought she was up. cooler than that. Yeah. Did she did say, I mean, because she had been, all right, so Mia Khalifa, if, if I'm pretty sure everybody that listens to this podcast knows. Pretty sure everyone who <laughs> listening is jerked off to whatever <laughs> yeah. before. So, yeah. The question is how many times? <laughs> Multiple. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so she's a porn star or an ex. Is she still making shit? No, she's an ex. Yeah. Um, she actually went to Maryland. I don't know. I don't know. By the yeah. way. <laughs> yeah, she's yeah, also. Yeah, it's like I've heard. <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's also a big, like, Washington, like, D.C. sports fan. Uh-huh. So, like, that's why, like, I see her. She's always, like, posting stuff about the Capitals yeah. and Nationals and stuff. So, that yeah, that's how I know about her. And uh, she's Not also she's also a um, an ex-Muslim who has received, and, and she's from, originally from, or she has Lebanese origin. Mm-hmm. And she's received uh, death threats from, you know, fundamentalist Muslims for doing, like, <laughs> pornos wearing, like, a hijab and shit. <laughs> Which I think is awesome. But <laughs> um, Not the death threats, but, like, the... the <laughs> just the idea of, like, Thanks being... Thanks Just the idea of being, like, sacrilegious like that. It's kind of cool. But, um... Yeah, it's kind of hot. It's kind of hot. But, uh... So, you know, she's received death threats and all this. Now, today she posts an Instagram picture of her handing over some kind of shotgun uh, to a police officer. And underneath it says something about, like, you know, I, she's sort of, you know, setting an example for other people to, like, hand their, their weapons over to the police to make our, our world a safer place. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just trash. I mean, she goes from being, like, I don't know, kind of a feminist hero... And kind of like a, a liberty hero in that she is like saying, fuck, you know, fuck what these like crazy Islamists say. Like, I'm going to like, you know, have sex for money wearing a hijab. And then now she's like, oh, I love the state. Let me turn over all my guns. <laughs> it kind of sucks. Yeah. Like, and it's just and it's it's one thing if you do that by yourself. But when you personally post a picture about it, 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 it rem- it's like the like the cops who pray. Who like you'll see the dumb meme from like your crazy like conservative aunt who'll just post it like of this police officer like praying like sitting down like kneeling praying under his police car and um and someone took a picture of it and said he's being harassed for posting this picture online click and share to show your support and it's just like it's like the same thing it's just <laughs> and I feel like it, there's like a Bible passage about that like I think it's and that someone told me recently it was like Matthew 6 5 where it says like beware of the hip the hypocrites who only pray in public and it's just like that's all it is like it's just you're just doing it for show so like it, it doesn't even look like her shotgun the shotgun was huge I, I just I've never seen a picture huge. of her with the shotgun you know, yeah, the shotgun was like fucking gigantic. I know <laughs> it was like as tall as she was. Yeah, it's like so she's like, not fucking shooting that thing. I mean, I believe, yeah, like at least she may have. And had for like it. home defense, like, yeah, no, no. <laughs> hold I on, guarantee- Robert, let me like fucking put this thing together. <laughs> I guarantee you, there's some kind of bullet standing between her and her stalkers. Yeah, right. There's yeah. some kind of bullet standing between 
those two things. And so it's like you're telling everyone, hey, come rob me. Uh, well, come, yeah, that's the other <laughs> thing. Like, come sexually harass me. Or, you know, that's I'm what home, I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. There is no way that her stalkers are sitting out in her bushes and there's no there's no guard or like there, yeah. she doesn't have a pistol or like something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. no way. Yeah. So like, it's think like, about it. She's got like the perverts that are like thinking they they can like get with her because they watched a video, right? And then there's like the Islamists that I was talking about that are like, she's like disrespecting Allah. Like we need to kill her. And you're telling yeah you're telling me she's just gonna like oh I'm defenseless now I'll just use my fucking kitchen knife. Yeah, I don't buy it. I don't like. I don't buy it. And and she and she even kind of missed. Like, I know this isn't gonna help, but if everyone else does this, you know, like, I just it looks for show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just such a dumb fucking thing to do. But hey, everyone, she got her fifteen minutes again. But I, I'm waiting for. I want someone to slap a Brazzers logo on that on that Instagram. Page. It did. I thought it was. I thought it was like someone. <laughs> I thought someone cropped it. I thought maybe it had been one of her previous ones. <laughs> I Dude, maybe was it was. Yeah. <laughs> I thought for sure I was like, well, yeah, oh, you can see the guy like, like smiling. He was just yeah, like... it totally looked like a porn <laughs> setup in her house. For like, yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, all right, what is this uh, SNL appropriation thing? Who wants to talk about that shit? Yeah, so uh, apparently Nicki Minaj was on uh, SNL last night, and she has a song called Chun Li, which is of course uh, about a character in uh, the. The amazing video game, uh, Mortal. What was it? No, sorry, Street Fighter. Right. That Isn't was also that was, a character. Chun-Li. Yeah, Chun Li's in Street Fighter. Yeah, and then um, so Chun Li, you know, it's an Asian character in the video game. She's an Asian character, and uh, so Nicki Minaj dressed up like like Chun Li. So this is being hailed as as major cultural appropriation on Saturday Night Live. You know. <laughs> well, at least so. I mean. <laughs> I'm surprised they're going after uh, an African American person for this. Yeah, I am shocked too. But wow. I guess you know yeah, they got to be yeah. like mildly consistent. <laughs> so, so, but you're saying as a Jew, you're surprised? <laughs> oh my god! Yes, okay. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. No, um, yeah, no. I mean, like, I'm surprised too. But uh, I mean, I, I guess it's kind of cool that they're going after everybody. So maybe, maybe more people will start to hate cultural cultural appropriation as we do. Yeah, you know, because I mean, f- like, like for me, like the more I think about it, the more pissed off I get. Mm-hmm. Because you know, isn't it a universal known fact that um, you know impersonation is like the highest form of uh, flattery? You know, or Yo, copying for is the highest real, form of flattery. Like, I yeah. hate yeah. white people culture. I'm not really trying to fuck with that. I'm not trying to walk around golf shoes and shit. <laughs> fuck that shit, yo. I'm a borrow cooler shit from cooler cultures that like aren't so square. I'm sorry. Yeah, well, like, I that's mean, how I'm gonna live my life, yo. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 honestly, you know, it, 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 would, it would seem to me that cultural appropriation is is kind of making the world a better place. That's how it, I feel. It, it's, it's bringing people together. It's the best part it, of it, the it's, melting it's pot. It's so divisive to actually, you know accuse people of cultural appropriation and seriously you know well see i mean i feel like it's kind of segregate it's like it's yeah it is it's 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 bringing segregation back it kind of is and it's like a weird type of intellectual property trolling Mm. it's like it's it's the opposite it's the opposite of donald trump you know, what? it's the opposite of Donald Trump on the other side of so, the, the spectrum. So kinda. here's, yeah, here's yeah. what their yeah. argument always is, though. It's like you're stealing their culture, oh, sorry. Good. but then you're not celebrating them for that culture, right? That's like the way their argument kind of goes is like, is like you're coming out with your like white hip hop, but then you're not celebrating like all the other black hip hop. Which is, I think, well, in hip hop, that's bullshit because everybody loves like Kendrick Lamar and yeah. everybody loves yeah, Kanye. Yeah, and all the not anymore. <laughs> well, I mean, not anymore. But Most of the really good r- white rappers always talk about like yeah. how they are yeah. standing on the shoulders of giants in their songs constantly. Yeah, they constantly remind everybody and qualify the fact that like we didn't fucking make this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I'm coming in here. As an outsider, respecting yeah. somebody else's culture. Well, then, it, you know, and then there was, like, you know, people point to, like, if we're talking music, like, Led Zeppelin, like, basically stealing, like, all sorts of blues musicians' shit. And Elvis, the, you and know. Elvis doing it. it. Yeah, and know. it's, like, I, like, I understand, kind of, where that comes from, but at the same time, it's, like... I mean, yeah, but like, back to what you said about, like, IP, like, you don't really own it, right? No. I mean, like... No. 
like, yes, these people should have just been treated better just because they're human beings. You know what I mean? Like, it's just a symptom of that. It's a symptom of the fact that these were oppressed people. And because of that, like, you know, Robert Johnson couldn't get as big as Jimmy Page, right? Even though Robert Johnson, you know, influenced him or, like, maybe he stole some Robert Johnson shit. I don't know. But, um... Stole? Stole, in quotation uh, marks. Yeah, Jared, is that the, <laughs> really the right sense of words? Well, Someone I'm just triggered. using the language of the of the slavers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I forgive you. Um, Jared, Jared's been indoctrinated. What was I saying, though? But, uh... Um... That's more just like a symptom of like we shouldn't have just been oppressing those people. Like cultural appropriation isn't is just like it's not the it's not the problem. Yeah, the problem see, is like let everybody participate in the free market with their with their own ideas and then whoever wins out wins well, out. Yeah, but you know? they, they look at it as like, it's like intellectual or cultural colonialism. Like well, that's that, they, stupid. Yeah. I know. And like that woman uh that girl actually she got harassed online about saying my uh, she posted a picture. She went as like some type of like Asian uh, well, prom wore, dress. Yeah, and like people were like, "My culture is not your fucking prom dress." No, it was like one dude. Yeah, well, I, I wouldn't say people. Yeah, it was like two or three people that went after. But like yeah. the media blew it up and were like, "Is this really racist?" And like they made it like a huge thing. Yeah, and I'm like no, what? It's a, it's a cool. It's something different. It's something unique. Like, like culture appropriation and especially with food like you eat, eat pizza pretzels anything yeah That's like culture I, I'm, appropriation all about, then, right? I'm all about like some mexican food you know right? yeah you know like, like 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 should i feel guilty when i go to Cadoba? i mean my concern is uh when <laughs> yes, you talk you about should, but because it when you talk about cultural uh <laughs> Colonial colonialism. Okay, but not my concern is people right, actually yeah. colonizing places and wiping cultures out. Right, yeah. Saying you can't practice this, you need to adopt our culture now. Yeah. We need to put your children in our schools, practice our religion. Mm-hmm. That's a problem that I see. Yeah. I don't see a problem as oh hey your shit's really cool. Let me buy that and wear it. <laughs> like, right. Or let and, me just use these ideas and like my own shit that I'm doing like without hurting you. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean ultimately it's stupid it's it's more victim victim culture victim you know playing the victim yeah like everyone's a victim you know and i mean if they're uh, uh, and e- even so with the with the whole business thing like you know people say that like oh we can't make money off of what they do or whatever mm-hmm. but you know or, or one culture can't make money off something that is another culture's thing mm-hmm. everybody could try but Usually, the culture that the place the thing comes from, they usually always do it best. So they'll usually have a giant market share of that kind of thing. Yeah, you know what I mean, like mm-hmm. authentic Italian pizza or whatever the fuck. That's the place people oh, yeah. are going to want to go. Right, right. So it's like, sure, like everybody fucking appropriate, and you know, well, it's like if you're going to get, you know, if if you're a girl and you want to go get like braids done. You know, like real legit, like African braids. You're gonna go to an African person, right? You're not going to like, you know, single single mom, fifty year old mom, you're tr- that's true. And <laughs> a haircuttery to get but African I something braids. Against you know? that today I just saw was, uh, <laughs> there was a the Arbutus uh, Arts and Crafts Festival was just happening today, and I went to it. And my wife loves Dreamcatchers, uh-huh. so we went to we first walked in. There was this booth there with Dreamcatchers, and they were and it was what appeared to be like Native American, like people are selling it. They were playing like instruments and everything else and they had these dream catchers but they looked like carnival style like dyed green and red and like they had like the picture of the corny wolf on it and it was really corny looking and they didn't look authentic and then there's this booth as on our way out was these two white there was like a white couple who made it and these look like authentic dream catchers and like they were look like way better than the other ones yeah so it's like i like that one better than the one that the actual native american was selling so I should, you know, so my wife really wanted to buy that one. Mm-hmm. So instead, uh, and it's like, what do you do in that situation, right? If you're, if you're trying, if you're walking this line of cultural appropriation and you don't want to, you know, get, a, you know, make everyone offended. Well, I mean, you just buy what you prefer. Exactly. That, that's what I would, but you think about it like, well, if you want to, mm-hmm. if the whole point of cultural appropriation is giving credit to the people who made it. You know, or, or like the, the where it, that that comes from in their culture, the ones they made were shitty, <laughs> and the ones that the white people made were better. 
And, and that was just my one little, you know, thing today I saw. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, next item is the TSA. Oh, yeah, yeah. Assaulting a 96-year-old woman. So last night I posted a video that was circulating around the internet on uh, the Daily Liberator about it was it was it was like looked like it was a, a woman and another elderly woman she according to the post she was 96 years old and she was in a wheelchair and she was getting like essentially felt up by two other women and who work for the TSA and it's it's been going around it's making its rounds and it's just like a, what you think it's like a typical video of just like it's just legalized sexual assault the way they feel up and they grope and just grab every crevice you know, it's just disgusting. And, like, I think, like, if that was my grandmother, I'd be, like, just humiliated. And the other woman's, like, clearly agitated. She's, she's videotaping it. And another TSA agent, she tries to step in in front of them from block her from recording it. It's just a gross thing. It's just, like, it makes me not want to fly at all. Like, someone doing that to my child would just – it set me – like, I don't know. Like, that would that would set me off. And I, I don't know if I would want my kids to go under – you know, go through that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm taking a trip across the country in a few weeks, and I'm not flying. Like, I could have probably flown out, because I really just wanted to go out west and check a couple places out, but instead, now I'm just going to drive across country, because I just hate to fly. Dude, I think you're going to be flying the entire time. Oh, I'm always flying (laughs) the entire time, That's no doubt. (laughs) But I ain't dealing with no thugs on the way, yo. No, man. All right. The final topic of the night. Is the no, shit we tower? Didn't, we didn't talk about the TSA ninety. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, I yeah. You did. So I, I kind of so, zoned out for a second. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, this the, there was no real clarity to the video. I mean, there's no no real consequence. I mean, it just po- I just saw it yesterday, and I've seen a bunch of other people post about it too. But it's just it goes out. It's like the TSA. I, I it's like they got this. It, I, I I my quote when I posted with it was from uh the um, West Side Story. Where the police officer tells him, he's like, yeah, yeah, I know. It's a free country. I ain't got the right. But I got a badge. What do you got? And it's just like, what separates these people that they can just physically molest and sexually assault people for at, at quote unquote random? Um, you know, like, what's what's the difference? Like, because they took a little special oath. What Like, what is it? And it, it just drives me crazy to think that we have to pay for it on top of it. Like I have to pay. It comes out of my, my pocket mm-hmm. for them to the ones that they're sticking their hands in and grabbing me. I'm like, I'm feeling, make sure I don't have a weapon or any kind. And this yeah. is a clear situation where it was just a woman and she wasn't resisting. She wasn't saying in the video in the, I don't know what happened before or after, but and she's just sitting there just like, clearly she was visibly upset, but just kind of like, what can I do? And she's just sitting there, not saying a word. And like they're like pulling up her arm and feeling under her arm, like around her, like squeezing under her breast and stuff like that. And it's just so, just like gross. So like, and, and it's nothing to do it because she's an elderly woman. It's just you know why it's gross. It's just gross in general. I see them doing it to a twenty year old man. It's still gross. You know, it's just yeah. what like what. And then on top of it, what possesses these people? to work for the TSA. Like, I, I can't imagine that being a function of my Having daily no life. Having no value anywhere else? <laughs> I guess, I guess. <laughs> or I, thinking you have no value anywhere else? Yeah, that's yeah. a lot of the problem with people who have government jobs. Like, well, I don't want to say yeah, all government jobs, but but you know what I mean. Yeah. No, people, no, I agree, People yeah. who are in those positions where they're, like, in those authoritarian jobs, it's like, oh, well, they have families to feed and this and that. And it's like, there are plenty of other options for people. I mean, you know... There are jobs everywhere, and there are, the the black market is always hiring. If people are absolutely that desperate, it's got me through a lot of hard times. You know, the black market's always hiring. But here's another thing: like I wanted, like I wanted to say though to it, like I when I posted the video on Daily Liberator, I wanted to like I, one of my first thing I thought about the type of was like at least police officers like arrest murderers and rapists. Like what the fuck do the TSA do? Like have they ca- they haven't caught one terrorist? They haven't prevented one, and they failed all their attempts that when they've been tested. They caught a couple of iPads. <laughs> <laughs> you like, got a couple of shampoo bottles, right? And it's just it's just a dumb thing, and I just can't believe like they're just like they're like the worst part. Like I almost feel like they're worse than cops. Like they are because it's just when you your job is just to stick your hand in people's like 
private areas. Like it's just uh, you're and you know, like you can clearly They're keeping just us com- safe from the terrorists, I know, from I know. the terrorizers. And I and that just drives me nuts because people were commenting on the video saying that like. Well, yeah, it might not. It's she not right to do it. She could add a bomb on her, man. That's what they're saying. They're saying people are crazy these days. They might strap a bomb to an old woman if they wanted to commit some type of terrorist attack. And I'm just like, that is just the most post 9-11 media narrative bullshit. Like, I'm just like, yeah. shut up. Like, you're so brainwashed if you feel that way. And, like, I hate, like, I just, it, everything about it just grosses me out. And it's, it's well, like almost creating, like, a phobia for me to And go here's flying. the thing. And, like, you might not agree with this, but... So, like, you guys know who Sam Harris is, right? You've yeah. heard of him? So he sort of argued that if we're going to have airport security, I mean, he doesn't necessarily argue like it should be the TSA, but they actually should be profiling, right? Yeah, I, I, that guy's racist as fuck, in my opinion. <laughs> I don't think he is. I think he's, uh, I mean, I think he's making a good point, though, because if you're talking about Cost-benefit analysis and the fact. Doesn't he also like support the war because he thinks Muslims are so crazy that we need to be bombing them and shit? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean that's a, a non-generous. He is a, he is a war like he is pro-war. That's why. That that's sense. why I made that comment. Yeah, I mean, earlier. I. Yeah, but anyways, I just wanted to qual you know qualify. Yeah, sure. Um. Well, but his point is this: like, all right, if you're gonna, if you're gonna have security you know, airport security or whatever, it doesn't make sense to profile... It doesn't make sense to, like, pull a fucking 98-year-old lady. Like, random searches doesn't make sense. No. Like, what makes sense is doing people who are statistically more likely to be doing that sort of thing. Which means me, probably, because I would be on a watch list, I know. I'm not saying I would ever do something like that, please. But, uh, you know, I'm just saying, people who are known political dissidents... Are probably the people who they would target for flagging, you know? Right, for, and for... and while I'm not okay, uh, you know, I, I don't want you to be like a victim of that shit. It definitely makes more sense than like fucking pick, dude. I was in line and there was like a dude in a wheelchair with like a fucking like World War Two hat on, like a fucking World oh, War Two wow. vet, yeah. you know? And like he's going through the line and they're like. I mean, they're not, like, feeling him up, but they're like, he's got to take off his jacket, like, and this guy can, like, barely fucking move. I'm just like, really? <laughs> like, they're going to fucking smuggle a bomb in on, like, a World, a world War II vet in a well, fucking wheel? Well, they like, can put a World War II vet on a terrorist, man. <laughs> like, and that's, that's I guess. The thing I experienced, I, I mean, I've told this here know. before. You could well, buy them shits in the 7-Eleven, yeah. yeah. But, he was, but he was with, like, other army dudes. I, I was... I, I don't know. It's just like it was I'm just a weird. Playing status advocate. No, I hear you, but it was also <laughs> weird to see that where, like that the two things like all right. So like one thing in our in America is like this fucking like worship of the military, and then on the other hand, it's like we have this like TSA shit, and they're like I don't know. It was just a weird thing to see. Like you yeah. would think they'd be like, oh, dad, this guy can definitely go through, but not even that guy. Were they not gonna like fuck with? It was fucking crazy. Yeah, like I was, I was 13 years old, and I, I was traveling to North Carolina to visit my uncle, and my cousin he forgot his itinerary, and I forgot my ID, and uh. so TSA literally like I had, this was like post 9/11. This was like like, and I had to like in front of everyone like pull down my pants, stick down like right past my junk, and like they had to like stick their hands in my my underwear. Like around the edges of it, and like feel like the the edging of my underwear. It sounds pretty hot. Dude. <laughs> well, it, it was not. It was quite embarrassing, and I just was like, "What? Like what?" After the fact, like like who is all? I don't know. It was just it was so close to after nine eleven. I was just like, "Do you really think there's gonna be another one this close after nine eleven? Like, and it's gonna come from me, a thirteen year old, fourteen year old kid? Like, you you just hate freedom. I know. I just do. I hate freedom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I think that, that that's probably about it for tonight. I want to remind everybody that we have the Patreon going now, so if, if you could help us out there. Yeah, um, it's patreon.com slash punkrocklibertarians. Yep, and if you could just throw a few shekels our, our way. <laughs> 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 and, uh, yeah, so for as little as a dollar a month, it, you will receive access, access to easy access to the After Hours mm. program. Mm. <laughs> to the After Hours program, which which we're going to record in a few seconds here. And uh, we also, you know, we, uh, we're always accepting article submissions over at thedailyliberator.com. So if you have something to say, I mean, you know, we've provided a place for you to say it. 
And uh, we have t-shirts for sale over at libertariancountry.com. And if you put in the code uh, PRL or the code PRL podcast, you will receive a 10% discount. And until next time, live free or die. That is shed. Drenching the flags on the tax bombs in red. Was it by a few at the expense of the many? So did the gods and the machines. You can't justify killing by economic gain. For God, country, and democracy. You can put freedom in dead point in a fine land. You stop what the truth, then bring them home. Ah, believe the jokes. We'll do the best for you. And I believe the we. Have the power, have the power I hate the state And I know I'm a slave We can make a break Break the power, break the power Society of individuals Nothing more than not interference With natural rights With some virtuous person Comprehends the non-aggression principle. The violence of the state becomes absolute.